Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back once again to another Lights, Camera, Sports podcast presented by Chestnut Hill Technologies. I'm Mike Galtieri. So happy to have you on board. As you know, June's around the corner right here, actually. So it's hot out. And uh, as you know, around the Connecticut and the New England sports landscape, we begin to turn to the Travelers Championship in Cromwell, Connecticut. And we're so lucky to have on, I think, for a record-breaking appearance, you know him, the tournament director, Nathan Groob. So happy to have you on, Nathan. Thanks again for joining us here on the Lights, Camera, Sports Podcast. Mike, thank you. It's always fun to talk to you. Whenever I talk to you, I know tournament's, uh, tournament's right around the corner. So that, it's exciting. That's right. Always this time. And uh, Nathan, actually, folks listening at home, goes back to the TV days when we were in the studio at the West Hartford Town Hall. So we go way back. <laughs> We do, we do. I remember that it was always a good time. You, uh, you had your team in there, and uh, you've always been committed to the to the sports scene in Connecticut and uh, to the tournament. So it's good to good to chat with you, Mike. No problem, Nathan. All right, let's go. Let's first of all, let's go to last year's tournament. Just recap that for us. And I'm always interested. Take us back through the fall and the spring, and I mean the winter and spring, and kind of fast forward to now. How has that transition gone uh, the last ten, eleven months? Sure. I mean, you go back to, to your point, kind of last year's tournament. I mean, it was one of the, the one of the weirdest, most surreal experiences. You know, I mean, you're standing there on uh, you know on 18 on Sunday, and you, you know what that hole has produced. You know, in the years past, it's various tournaments from playoffs to chip-ins to hole-outs to you know, I mean, the, the, the tournament being won, tournament being lost, like that 18th hole has produced some amazing drama over the years and standing there last year when Dustin, you know, when Dustin Johnson put it in and I mean, I think we counted there were like 38 people around the green and it was just so odd. And I mean, there was one sense we were so proud of, of being back, you know, like helping bring sport back. You know, we were the third PGA tour event back. We're one of the first professional sports leagues to start up again. And so you kind of, you had a sense, you knew where you were in the landscape of the broader, you know, uh, narrative, right, of sport coming back and how you're going to do it in a safe way and how do we start taking a few steps to normal. And so we were really proud of that, but it was also really surreal that we, you know, we wanted the people back and how do we, you know, a year later, how do we make that happen? So I think all of us thought, okay, let's get through this and then crowds will start to come back in the fall. And, you know, things just didn't happen fast, you know. I mean, everybody was very cautious, which I totally get, totally understand. But you saw the pro-ams come back to some events in the fall. And then you saw a few crowds back, like in February, and then then there were no crowds. You know, March, uh, I want to say, in the, you know, the California swing, and and so and then you start to see things back in Florida, and it's just this weird time, right, where it's like you have events being canceled, you have the Canadian Open being canceled, and yet then you have fans coming back in Florida, like at the same time. So, you know, it was all over the place, and just planning for it has has been, you know, a, a challenge, just trying to figure out exactly where we're going to land, but. You know, we finally finalized our plan and have been able to to build it out and put it together. And uh, here in a couple of weeks, it's uh, it's going to be exciting to see everybody back. Yeah, you're right. One more note. I, you know, I was 
I was one of those 38 people now, now that I think about it, because I was working for CBS <laughs> for that tournament. And uh, you're right, though. It, it's it, it, That was kind of like the, you know, didn't the commissioner fly up? And didn't a player almost get sick right before the tournament? Like, I remember talking to uh, Jay Monahan, actually. He was saying, like, yeah. that Wednesday, your, the tournament, the Travelers Championship last year was really close to being canceled. So it was interesting when you look at it. I, I think it was funny because we had uh, been in, in communication with the commissioner the, the whole time and kind of the testing protocols and, like, everything was was working as it should have worked, right? Like, the testing programs are working. The, you know, the guys had to, you know, show negative tests. And so there was this, you know, net around the tournament, right, to kind of, like, catch people who might be positive or might have picked something up a couple weeks before. So talking to the commissioner when Jay came up, you know, Monday, Tuesday, um, like, we were talking about the guys that were that were having the WD, you know, because their caddy got it or from contact tracing or stuff like that. And there was never a sense, at least with us, that, okay, things are going to get canceled. It was a sense of, like, okay, things are working. Like, the testing's working, the protocols we have in place were working. And I remember kind of going through it, going, okay, you know, this guy had a WD, this guy had a WD, these caddies are, and kind of like, okay, here's, here's how the whole system is working. And it was kind of like, wow, this is a pretty you know, elaborate um, setup that we have that's actually working. I remember walking with Jay into the clubhouse and he was getting ready to do a press conference at the Golf Channel and somebody said, is he going to announce that it's canceled? That kind of hit me. I'm like, no, it's no, we're not going to be canceled. But then I thought, oh, you know what? From the outside, I bet you it sure looks like it is. But the kind of the, the group that was, you know, working on it was more like, hey, this is uh, all the protocols are working and we're able to identify these things and, you know, we're going to announce what's happening. But it was, uh, I realized after, like, oh, man, you know, when he called the press conference, people probably thought, uh, you know, we're getting ready to get canceled. But it was actually, you know, it was kind of a reinforcement that uh, the protocols they had in place were, uh, were doing their job. Yeah, no, that's good. I think we were almost numb as a society of so much being canceled at that point last year. Yeah. So it was a good time to at least get the tournament uh, accomplished. And then last note on that tournament, talk about Dustin Johnson being your winner and how that's been the last 10 months doing the media appearances. Just how has he been as a tournament winner for you guys at Travelers? Uh, he's been great. I mean, any time I would say you have the number one ranked player in the world, you know, win your event and yes. carry that all the way through. And he's been, you know, ranked that this whole time. And he will be when he gets here, um, the way the stats are working. And so it, it's been very cool. You know, I mean, it's, it's been a journey, right? I mean, since so seven when Travelers took over and, you know, there wasn't, uh, you know, the fields had gotten, you know, I mean, they'd really struggled and, you know, to get the guys here that we wanted to get here and Travelers really wanted it to be something different. And so, you know, Andy Bissett with Travelers um, and I started going on the road talking to a lot of the guys and just year after year after year, you start to see more and more of the guys coming. And, you know, last year we had nine of the top 10 in the world. Um, I think we're at five of the top 10 in the world now. And now it's like, you know, we get five, six of the top ten in the world every year, which is awesome. I mean, we don't we don't take that for granted, but it's like, okay, you know what? And, and you also, it's, it's crazy. I was looking at this last night. You look at the top ten in the world right now, and they've either played us um, and, you know, liked the course, or they were one of our exemptions. I think we had, like, five of the top ten in the world were guys that were either turned pro with us or started their careers with us. And so when you kind of see that, it, it's really cool to see the – you know, the investment that you make in the players over the years to build relationships, you know. I mean, you're never going to get every guy every year, but to have those, you know, top ten guys constantly coming back, it's uh, it's pretty cool to see. And, you know, and then uh, you kind of set the stage for the for the best players in the world. And then a guy like Dustin comes out here and does it. You know, he likes the golf course, but he says it's, it, it'll bite you too, you know. You'll 
if you hit good shots, you make birdies. If you hit bad shots, you make bogeys. And I think that's part of the reason why the guys like our course so much is it's uh, it's fair. And so uh, they have a good time out here. Okay, Nancy, great segue too. Let's get into the let's get into this field this year. Who who are some of the top players? I I know them, but let's hear from you that we can uh, expect to see this year in, in the tournament. Sure. Well, that's crazy because we still have time, right? And we still have a couple weeks. The guys have until Friday before the tournament to commit. So, I mean, we'll still take some additional commitments from some players. Um, but you know, right now, sitting on a couple weeks out, we have uh, you know Dustin Johnson. Obviously, you know, we just talked about him. Uh, you got Bryson DeChambeau, you got Brooks Kepka, you got Patrick Reed, you got Cantley, who just won. Um, uh, my gosh, I'm going down the list of who's already committed so far. Um, you know, Bubba, obviously, Bubba has a chance this year to be a four time winner at this event. So Billy Casper is the only other guy that's done that. So Bubba definitely is, is looking forward to that. You know, Keegan Bradley, a New England guy, he went head to head with Chez a couple years ago. And, um, you know, almost won it. He's got a, you know, a, a local flavor. So it's, uh, we're going to be announcing a lot more guys to our exemptions, you know, that we've given this year. Young guys turned pro with us. And then, um, you know, probably a few more, few more marquee names are, are on their way in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I kind of have one eye, speaking of the exemptions, I had one eye on those NCAA uh, tournament last week because I know, you know, we might see a name there from the Travelers. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we always try to find a way to have relationships with, uh, with young guys turning pro. Back to kind of my point that, you know, you look through the top 10 right now, and those guys have, you know, there was a lot of them that either, like, yes. can't, like, turn can't pro like, with yeah. us. And, you know, played with us as a freshman when he was at UCLA and shot a 60. And Bryson was an exemption. And, um, you know, you just look through those guys, and it's, it's, it's pretty cool to see the, the history that, you know, you have with the top players in the world. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. I even think, uh, didn't Victor Hovland make his debut two years ago at the Travelers? Oh, we? gosh, that was, I tell you what, that press conference was pretty cool. Up on the press on the press table, you had Victor Hovland, Matt Wolf, Colin yeah. Markawa, and Justin Sun. They all were um, either playing their first tour event with us or... They had turned pro, and they were all four sitting up there on that table. And then a year later, I think two or three of them had won tournaments. And two years later, they're winning majors. So it was um, that was actually a pretty cool scene in nineteen, and all four of those guys were up there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Okay, Nathan, what's the um, what's the uh, the crowd policy, the ticket policy this year? Any changes with COVID, or are we back to normal? No, we're still looking at. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. We made some awesome progress, and I love that. And you know, it's probably. February, we were looking at having about 5,000 people a day, which is what we were looking, and then things kind of got better in March, early April, and then we got up to 10,000, and so you kind of, you know, in the event industry, to, to build all these temporary structures and facilities, you kind of have to, at some point, kind of build the boat, as we say, right? you got to build the boat and make sure it'll float, you know, all, how many passengers are going to fit in the boat, you have all the restrooms and all the food ready and the parking and everything, so... I mean, that takes a good, you know, 90 days to, to finalize everything. So about early April, we kind of said, okay, you know what? Things are looking good, so let's try to get to 10,000. At the time, that was, you know, kind of a stretch. People were like, oh, are you sure you're going to be able to? And we're like, look, we think it's going to be good. So we talked to the tour of the state. Everybody felt good about that, so we kind of built the tournament for about 10,000 a day. 
And that's the number we feel really good about from, from accommodating the fans, from the experience. And, and then again, in the event industry, everything's temporary structure diapers. So it takes a, you know, it takes a good three months to, to build everything. So it's going to be fun out here. There's going to be a lot of energy. You know, the structures look a little bit different. They're all open air. Um, you know, it's lots of airflow. And so, uh, things look a little bit different, but I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, they said, Hey, what are we going to see different at the tournament this year? I said, well, each other. <laughs> so that's going to be the biggest thing we're going to see different is everybody's going to see each other this year and people are just excited to you know kind of have that reunion to uh to you know come back out here and see each other so uh a lot of people are excited we're we're kind of ready to kick off summer so what, that's a good point though because i remember going last year as a worker and you know none of the the suites or the tents really set up on like 17 18 uh will they be there this year will we see the traditional 18th like the stadium seating so it's a little bit different. We do have structures on 18, but they're all open air. It's not like the normal, you know, Sweet. climate control facilities, yeah. things like that. So there'll be um, some structures to the left of 17, to the uh, yeah, left of 17, left of 18, right of 18. So I will say it'll look familiar, but there's also going to be some sight lines that you're going to see this year that you've never seen before. You know, because there's not going to be as many structures with you know with four walls around them. So you're actually going to be able to see through things and pick up different shots. I was, I was down on 17 today looking at some stuff, and the, the structure we have down there, I could literally turn to my right and see one, two. I turn to my left, and I see the 18th tee box, and I see 17, 16, 15, and I'm like, man, I can see five holes of golf from this one spot, and that's just, that's not normal. I mean, that is, um, you know, we're very, very lucky at this golf course to be able to have that kind of viewing for the spectators, so it's, uh, I'm excited. No, you're right. You're 100% correct with that. Um, and just in the logistics as well, it, will parking be the same? Uh, will you still be able to drive up and park and walk in like normal and Cromwell? Yeah, all, all the parking is the same. Actually, uh, what we did this year is um, parking is included in the tickets. So um, you actually just use your daily ticket as your, your parking admission. So um, we roll all that together. And again, that was an effort to reduce touch points. Um, everything's cashless this year on property. Um, everything's you know, digital or credit card or Apple Pay, you know, things like that. So, and then parking was one of them. So, um, yeah, parking will be the same. You, uh, you know, pull up and uh, your your daily ticket will be your parking ticket. And then concessions, foods, the same kind, t- same type of options we usually see in years past, Yeah, oh, yeah. It's going to be packaged a little bit differently, I would say, you know, trying to just keep health and safety in mind. Like, uh, you know, if, if you had seen, like, buffets and some of our other venues, it's more of like, hey, somebody will be putting this stuff together for you and handing it to you, but... Um, we, I mean, we spend a lot of time on our menus and the product and, you know, where we're putting the, the concession stands and the, the food experience and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be good. We are, we're very okay, excited about the menus and uh, the different partners that we have out here from a food and beverage standpoint. So, yeah, what what you have expected in the past, you know, you'll, you'll see a flavor of that on property. And then, you know, you're right, Nathan, you're a great point. I travel a lot to a lot of tournaments. And I think we're almost, we don't realize, or maybe we're a little spoiled, but the idea of parking on site and getting out of your car and just walk into the tournament, I mean, it's unreal how easy it is in, in the greater <laughs> it's Hartford area. It's unheard of. I mean, yeah. when we tell people we have on-site parking, they go, what? Oh, my gosh. You should you should have seen Key yeah, you sure seen Kew Island, the forty-five minute bus rides out to the island. Yeah, was... no, no, that's the thing is, that, I mean, people, it, and and again, I love it. I mean, the fact that you can drive up, walk in, and uh, you know, to your point, I mean, our crowds love being able to do that. But you go visit a couple of the golf tournaments, and you're going, wait, wait a minute, what? I have a twenty minute bus ride? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it makes it very, very easy in Hartford. Um, last question for me, Nathan. 
what what so far in your career you made it 17 years i think you said what is your favorite moment in travelers championship history as the tournament director oh man. put you on the spot here a little uh, bit very lucky there's been a lot i would say one that really sticks out though um it was the year uh the year that Furyk shot his 58 and it was the year that Jay Fishman, the former uh, CEO of Travelers, passed away uh, from ALS. And yes. And fighting ALS, and he was he was at the top of the player shoot on Sunday in his wheelchair, and Furyk was walking up a hill. I mean, with just swarmed with people. Right. He just set a, I mean, a record that's probably going to stand for 25 years. And there's cameras in his face, and there, like, this is Furyk's moment, right? He knows he is going down in history as the only man on the PJ Tour to do this. And, and it's just like you're watching it as he's walking up, and he looks over and he sees Jay, and he knows Jay. And he stopped. He took off his hat. He gets down on his knee and just has this very, I mean, as intimate as you can have with the entire world watching. But he had this moment where he was just saying to Jay, I talked to Jay later, you know, how appreciative he was for everything Jay did for the tournament and for travelers and for the community and stuff like that. And I'm standing there, I'm like, man, like that is just one of those moments that you can't, manufacture, right? You have this, you know, Jay where he was in his life and what the tournament meant to him and then Furyk at this pinnacle moment for him and Furyk literally put all that aside and had this moment with Jay of appreciation. I don't know, that's that's right up there is one of the, just one of the coolest moments um, to kind of see all that, all that happen right there. So, uh, that's got that, that's one of the top ones. Yeah, no question about it. And you know, you met, I'm glad you mentioned Jay Fishman too, because you know we talked about when Travelers came in before Travelers and now, totally different worlds. And you have to credit Jay Fishman, Andy Bissett, and yourself as well. Uh, just how the tournament was really taken off. And you know, who you mentioned a great field after where one week after the U.S. Open and the U.S. Opens in California this year. So a, a great job, Nathan. Another good year. Another good field. Well, it's, it's fun. And to your point, I mean, Jay and Andy had a vision for this, you know, at the beginning. And they they loved the event, and everybody got on board and bought into the vision. And, and to your point, I mean, it was the week after the Open, and there were a lot of naysayers saying, you guys won't be able to do this the week after the Open. You'll never get a good field and, and things like that. And I, I think we basically just kind of just said, you know what? The date isn't going to make the tournament. The tournament will make the date. And that was kind of the, the attitude we had and to, to build what's here. And we're proud of it. And, you know, we want people to be proud of it. We want Connecticut to be proud of it. And uh, it's been awesome. It's been a really fun ride. And, and uh, it's going to be another good show here in a couple weeks. All right, Nathan. Appreciate it. Nathan Groob, Tournament Director of the Travelers Championship. We'll be there in Cromwell. Thank you so much for coming on. Mike, thanks for the time. See you soon. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com.